Well, this morning, resorts and hotels and casinos along the Las Vegas Strip are showing their support to the victims and families of the country's latest mass shooting. UNLV Strong and Vegas Strong lit up those buildings after yesterday's shooting. Yeah, gunmen killed three people at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. A fourth victim is in the hospital recovering this morning. NBC's Jay Gray tells us new information about the shooter and what it took to eliminate that threat. As gunshots explode on the UNLV campus, students scramble for shelter. We were really nervous, so we barricaded all up and just started. I started watching the windows with a couple other kids to just see what we could see, and we saw students running out in single file lines with their hands up. At least three victims didn't have a chance to hide, killed by the gunman. Several others wounded. Minutes later, police move in, quickly tracking down the suspect and eliminating the threat. And if it hadn't been for the her heroic actions of one of those police officers who responded, there could have been countless additional lives taken. The campus remains locked down for hours. Officers working through the scene as parents gather outside. She was crying, she was hysterical, saying she heard the gunshots, she heard the screaming. I'm relieved that she is okay, but still scared that she's not with me. Fear, survivors are struggling to comprehend. This is a place of education, relationships, friendships. College is supposed to be the best time of your life, not the end of it. Students now concerned for their safety while coping with overwhelming loss. Jay Gray, NBC News, Las Vegas. And last night, students and family members gathered for a vigil on campus. And right now, all classes and activities are canceled through Sunday. 705 in Commitment 2024. It was a fiery showdown between four Republican candidates during their fourth GOP debate. Take a look here. Governor Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, and Chris Christie clashed last night in Alabama on several key topics like immigration and conflict overseas. The Republican frontrunner, former President Donald Trump, skipped this debate, but the candidates still addressed him and why they feel he's not the right man for the Oval Office. Take a listen. I want you all to kind of picture in your minds election day. You'll all be heading to the polls to vote. And that's something that Donald Trump will not be able to do because he will be convicted of felonies before then. We have an opportunity to do a next generation of leaders and really be able to move, move this country forward. We also need a president that can serve two terms. And as much as everybody wants to talk about how Donald Trump had a good economy, $9 trillion in debt. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job, that the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11. And this was the last debate before the Iowa caucus next month on January 15th. That's where voters will get their first chance at showing who they want to support. It is six minutes after the hour and the man accused of following a woman and then trying to sexually assault her in her apartment is behind bars this morning. 31-year-old Xavier Mendez faces multiple charges, including attempted sexual battery. Western's Bob Hazen is live this morning at the Orange County Jail, where Mendez is in custody. Bob. Yeah, in that attack, a very scary situation for people who live in that apartment complex. And investigators say the man who's here in jail right now followed another woman on that same night at that complex. Now, the suspect, as you said, is Xavier Mendez, 31 years old. The Orange County Sheriff's Office says he is the man who was caught on a doorbell camera running through the breezeways of the Mercury 
3,100 apartments near UCF. That attack happened late last month at the complex, and a woman told deputies that she was walking into her apartment when a man came up behind her, threw her onto the floor, and tried to take off her shorts. The police report says the victim fought back. Her roommate then came out and chased the attacker off with a pair of scissors. During the investigation, deputies say another woman told them that she saw a man watching her as well in the gym, and then he followed her back to her apartment, but he ran away when she looked back at him. That info plus surveillance cameras at the apartments led deputies to Mendez, and they say that the sheriff's office had a similar case involving him last year, but it's not clear whether the state attorney ever filed formal charges against him for that case. Right now, Mendez is here at the jail. He's being held on no bond and should go in front of a judge later on today. Reporting live at the Orange County Jail, Bob Hazen, West 2 News. Well, the man you see here has been indicted in the shooting death of his girlfriend by an Orange County grand jury. Denzel Turner is charged with first-degree murder. Veronica Sacco's loved ones reported her missing in April of 2021. Her body was found two weeks later in Lake County. Turner also faces charges of tampering with physical evidence and interfering with a dead body. In Seminole County this morning, the mother of an Oviedo Air Force Sergeant killed in a crash near Japan says her son loved our country. 33-year-old Sergeant Zachary Lavoie was on an Osprey aircraft last week when the crash happened. His mother says she couldn't wait for him to come visit her in Texas for Christmas. She says she doesn't know how this happened to him and wishes she could have taken his place. Zachary was a guy that loved God. He wanted to serve his country. He loved medicine. He loved to talk about how to make lives better, how to save lives. He had a contagious smile. Lavoie's mom says he spent 10 years in the military. He leaves behind a lot of loved ones, including his fiance. 709 now to our Space Coast. A secret project is set to blast off from the Kennedy Space Center this weekend. The U.S. Air Force space plane will take a ride into orbit on a SpaceX Falcon Heavy. Secret. Oh, yeah. All right. Western <laughs> Scott Heidler shows us the mission that will keep that space plane in orbit for years and the mystery behind it. The U.S. Air Force has a space plane, and the secretive program is set to launch on its seventh mission. On top of a SpaceX Falcon Heavy rocket for the first time, the reusable X-37B scheduled to launch December 10th in partnership with the U.S. Space Force from the Kennedy Space Center. The robot craft bears similarities to the space shuttle. It can travel 150 to 500 miles above Earth when it's in orbit and land like a plane, a type of craft that can help build the growing needs in low Earth orbit. Yeah, it could certainly bring spacecraft and components of a a space station into space, especially if it was made bigger. This one is not much bigger than a small plane. The X-37B first flew 13 years ago and is made by Boeing. The Space Force says that the mission launching this weekend will test new orbital regimes, traveling further out than any other of the previous missions for the space plane. And will carry out tests and experiments, including the evaluation of radiation's impact on materials, including a plant seeds experiment from NASA. It's really the ability to put all sorts of payloads into the, uh, the payload bay or cargo bay of a, a space plane and uh, expose those payloads to space. You can test new technology. Uh, you can try out things that you've never tried before. And the last mission for the X-37B came to an end after 908 days in orbit last November, landing on the former space shuttle runway 
at the Kennedy Space Center. On the Space Coast, Scott Heidler, West 2 News. Three, two, one, zero, liftoff. SpaceX successfully launched a Falcon 9 rocket from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station just after midnight. It's carrying another batch of Starlink Internet satellites into orbit.